guys, welcome to episode 154 of a wrestling gal podcast, providing you with the female perspective on all things wrestling. Join me, your host and wrestling enthusiast, Ella J. As today, I am joined by current progress wrestling talent, Kanji. Now let's chat. Hello, everybody. Today I am joined by Kanji. So how are you doing today, girl? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? I am fantastic. I am super excited for this weekend. But before we get more into that, we are all about hashtag girl power here on A Wrestling Gal. So who are some females in your personal or professional life that inspire or empower you the most? Oh, there's a few. I'd say in professionally with wrestling, I'd say uh, Ginny who's at NXT UK right now. I'd also say Charlie Evans, the Australian wrestler who wrestles worldwide as well. Yeah. Um, I'd also say my mum is a, is a huge inspiration to me as well. Yeah. Yeah. So can, how important is your mom to you, not only in wrestling, but personally as well? Tell us about your influence or her influence on you. She comes across and she is deep down such a strong woman. Mm-hmm. And I look at her and I think she's able to accomplish and to fight through any struggle that life throws at her. Um, and she also is able to take on other people's struggles and get them through that. And I think that's the biggest inspiration for me as well. The fact that you can take on other people's suffering and help them through it that way. And I find that incredible and such an amazing skill to have. So so compassionate. Yeah, I find that too with a lot of the inspirations I have. It's people who have gone through stuff but use those struggles to inspire and like empower others, which is something I feel like not a lot of people have because obviously we all struggle with our own like demons and all of that. But turning that into something positive to make a difference is really something special. 100%. I agree. And also speaking of influences and inspirations, I wanted to note that me and you actually have the same all-time favorite wrestler in Shawn Michaels. Oh, Um, my gosh. So, like, before we get more into that, can you tell me, from your perspective, what draws you to him specifically? For me, I was hooked from the first time I saw him wrestling. Um, I think from the second you see him, on your computer screen or TV screen, he has this aura about him where you literally can't take your eyes off him till the second he leaves the screen. Um, Through his character, his voices, his facial expressions, everything, you're completely hooked on him. And I love that. And I never noticed it. I never realized how much of a skill it was until I grew up and understood that this is all character work. And that's, that is just ability and skill, not just a superhero on the TV. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. It, yeah. He definitely has a lot of depth 
depth because not only is he like amazing in the ring and charismatic and agile and resilient, but his character work is his like so versatile starting out as the rockers and then turning on Marty Jannetty and then going into DX and even joining like the corporation. And then he's had so many amazing feuds with like Ric Flair, the undertaker, him and triple H have even gone at, he has had such an evolution and character progression. I think not a lot of people have. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. It's, it's amazing to even at, like nowadays when you've got the WWE network and you can go back to the mm-hmm. very start and see his journey to where he's where he is now it's it's incredible yeah so like i said Shawn Michaels comes from so many different eras and persona and character changes so what is your personal favorite era of Shawn Michaels and why and by that i mean rockers attitude era ruthless aggression or even dx reformation and his wrestlemania fruit feuds from 26 to 2010 what do you think is your favorite era of Shawn michaels um i think nostalgia um the nostalgia aspect would be the dx era um the late dx era so when it was like um against uh vince mcmahon and the spirit squad <sighs> Mm-hmm. 2006 <laughs> um, was a good time yeah like thinking back to that we had so much fun watching it on tv mm-hmm. um it was literally the highlight of of um our, my childhood i think when you when i think back to it because we had the whole family involved so we all used to watch it and talk about it and recreate scenes back at home so i think definitely um nostalgia value would be that um, but my main, my main match when I think back to Shawn Michaels and what captured me the most was WrestleMania 21 when he was up against Kurt Angle. I think that was the match um, that is is a huge highlight for me. What about that match? Because Kurt Angle is all, like also in my top five of all time too. <laughs> what about that one specifically? They're obviously great opponents, but from your perspective, why is that the defining match for you? I think it was the whole storytelling mm-hmm. uh, within the match that had me hooked from the very start to the very end. Um, and the fact that it finished so strong, I literally remember being sat on the sofa holding my dad's hand, um, almost in tears, shouting at the TV saying, don't tap, don't tap. Because mm-hmm. um, I was so desperate for him to win and I yeah. thought he had it. But I think it's moments like that what wrestling can create and the memories it can create for you back at home. I mean, they're thousands of miles away and just for a computer screen or a TV screen, they're able to make you feel that sort of way. That's the magic of wrestling, I think. Yeah, when there's good storytelling and like you get on that emotional aspect where you're like, come on, you know, like you're rooting for them. It's that unpredictability factor sometimes along with great storytelling that really translates into magic, like you said. Magic. Yeah, definitely. Now, speaking of like character development and storylines, I do also understand that you have a little background in drama slash theater. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So what specifically were your niches? Were they plays, musicals, improv, etc.? What did you in particular perform or participate in? Uh, it was theater plays. Okay. So um, when I went to uh, university after um, college, I think we use uh, 
we we say di we say it differently uh, compared to uh, the states and everything, don't we? Um, Probably. Yeah, but uh, higher education, I'd say. Okay. Um, yeah, well, I studied uh, drama there, and we we basically studied um, and looked further into plays and certain um, dramatic uh, studies. Um, so yeah, I, I was I took part in Shakespeare plays and mm -hmm. even modern plays as well. So yeah, it was all all theatrics. Yeah. What what was the coolest thing or lesson you learned or maybe performed in your time in higher education or uni? I think you guys call it. Yeah, um, I'd say one of the biggest things or the most interesting things I'd say was when we studied um, the supernatural and how to stage Ooh. the supernatural. That was a a big a big eye opener for me because I never understood how how you was able to because I mean on TV it's it's amazing when you see yeah. you know um supernatural things on TV and it's all edited and that but when you think about how they do it on stage it's it's amazing how much effort and time goes into putting it together to make it successful because obviously each performance is live in front of an audience so to pull something like that off is is incredible but yeah, I think that was the most interest one of the most interesting things I studied there. Now, were you more involved in like the acting aspect or a kind of the behind the scenes aspect or graphic work or was it all accumulation all into like one all moving parts together? Yeah, we kind of took a dive into all aspects okay. of how to put um and what goes into putting a play and creating a play even from from a script. Um, and how mm -hmm. to write a script um but yeah I think it I think it makes you well it made me appreciate even more how much um goes into into um the the performing arts and how much skill you need and how interdependent it is oh for sure there's like, again like it's not just just the actor like you said there's a lot of moving parts behind the stage whether it's the the crew I almost said ring crew because I'm so used to that <laughs> um, <laughs> um like behind the stage crew you have the designers you obviously have the actors the, the play writers the director like everybody involved it's all like a collaboration effort much exactly. like in wrestling too yeah actually exactly yes yeah do you think there's anything you've learned in your performing arts background that you think translates over into the world of wrestling? Yeah, I think a lot. I think um, when I think back to uh, my times studying theatre and, and being on stage is very similar um, in in wrestling, the performance aspects and the creative aspect too. I think a lot of people will... Um, benefit from studying theatre and even going into theatre if you are doing wrestling um it, it helps you build up so much confidence and it makes you more self-aware of who you are and and you your existence as a being in front of an audience and like you said people you think people would benefit from studying it in that aspect then is there any performance uh, artist or actor or actress that you particularly admire or whose work you enjoy to study at all yeah there's i mean when i first started i was asked when i first started um uni i was asked 
who my favorite actor was mm -hmm. and I said it was Nicolas Cage because I enjoyed how he was able to be so versatile with his um with the characters he was given on screen and the way he was able to almost become some someone so completely different and make yeah. you feel completely different with the characters he played so I'd say Nicolas Cage still to this day yeah Okay, he he's definitely had a long and expansive career that I think no doubt he is one of the best of all time for sure. Yeah, I agree. Uh, now on the scope of celebrities in general, if you could have any celebrity be your manager for a night out to the ring, who do you think you would choose and why? Oh, that's good. Ah, uh, damn. Who would I choose? There's a could lot. it be anybody like it could be music acting a, a sports athlete comedian literally anything okay i think i'd have to go for beyonce oh yeah okay. i mean she'd probably upstage me 100 and it would all it would become the beyonce show but who doesn't want to be walked to walk to the ring by beyonce uh nobody i think <laughs> everybody would agree <laughs> Imagine Beyonce X Kanji. <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, I would love that. Now, is celebrity wise too? I think this is a funny question. Is there any celebrity you personally think would have a legitimate shot at decently wrestling in a ring? Oh, uh, I'd say, <laughs> I'd say Emma Stone. The um, yeah, she's in, coming up in Cruella coming out soon. Yes, I'd say Emma Stone would be fantastic. I think she would be almost. I think she'd be very similar to what Bailey's doing now. I think she could pull off something like that. I think for sure, character wise and like performance arts wise, she could definitely pull it off. Like she has had so many like versatile character changes and storylines. <laughs> I think she'd be in her element in that aspect, but yeah. to see her and sometimes necessarily don't even have to wrestle in a ring as long as you, maybe she can do some basic stuff like her opponents or teammates can like pick up the wrestling aspect for her, but for, but performance arts wise, I think she would be a great fit. I think so. Yeah. It would be so funny. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> Get Emma Stone in the ring. Oh my gosh. And then Beyonce's out there um, at ringside. <laughs> I'm all for it. <laughs> now, now, what would your tag team name then be if it was you and Beyonce against oh, wow. somebody else? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, oh, my. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know. What would you say? Oh, God. That's a good one. The that queen. is queen. Um, is like known as Queen Bay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> something with sensations and Queen, obviously. Um, yeah, that would work. Hmm. I might have to think about that one. Or you could. Uh, mm -hmm. Sensational queens. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sensational queens. Um. You could do a lot or okay that that's a one let us know every anybody who's listening to this 
You need to come up with a tag team name for Kanji and Beyonce. We want to hear your suggestions. <laughs> oh my god, I love this. <laughs> uh, that for real though, it's fun though to dream up these because you now have like a lot of celebrities doing ring work or wrestling. So you never know. You literally never know. You never know. And it's good. I love it. <laughs> Now, speaking on that aspect, um, speaking like music wise, what what is your personal music taste? Like, obviously, I, I can kind of imagine that you're a fan of Beyonce, I would assume. But besides Beyonce, what is your music taste like? I listen to all sorts. I listen to um, I often go back and listen to a lot of Whitney Houston, especially her live performances. Um, I love that. Love, love, love that. Uh I also listen to Ariana Grande. Uh, I'm a big fan of Chris Brown, Jay-Z, Kanye West. Um, there's also a rapper from London called Steph London. I think he's incredible. I listen to her stuff as well. So it's a mixture of like um, R&B, hip hop and rap, I guess. Um, yeah. But I think Whitney Houston is one that, the live performances of Whitney Houston is something that comes mm-hmm. up as a shock when if you were to put my music playlist on shuffle, you'd get your Beyonce's, Chris Brown's and Jay-Z and then you'll get a classic Whitney Houston song come up. <laughs> well, that's that's the sort of stuff I love to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. So is there anything else then or song that you have on your playlist that you think most people would be surprised by? Mm-hmm. maybe there's like I think with Chris Brown there's a lot of naughty songs that he Ooh. has out okay yeah, girl. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think that will be the most surprising thing the naughty songs from him <laughs> okay that's fair we I mean we all have uh differing versatile music taste but yeah you, you do you girl i mean we i i, I certainly have not by chris brown but <laughs> it's okay but i mean ariana grande her recent album has come out and she's got some naughty ones on there <laughs> she's gone That's very true. naughty <laughs> that is true she's come a very long way yes to being on disney to the stuff she's putting out now it's like go on girl she's growing up I mean, she's not the only one. We've had Miley, too. We've yeah. had uh, Demi Lovato be a little adventurous. And, you yeah. know, they're, they're just they're just living. You know, you only live yeah. once. So that's it. I love it. I love to see them grow up like that. <laughs> just be so confident in their mm-hmm. or their womanhood. It's great. That's right. And speaking of being confident and kind of finding this motivation i've seen you talk about having this special fire or motivation that keeps you going in wrestling so can you elaborate on that a little bit what keeps you particularly motivated maybe maybe in wrestling and in life uh well um with wrestling in particular what i say is or how i feel is although i have this this strong love for wrestling and and being a part of wrestling, it was my dad that got me into wrestling from the beginning when we used to watch it all together from a young age. Um, And I used to grow up with him always saying, when I'm old, I want to be a wrestler. Um, But unfortunately, he he passed away um, quite a few years ago now. 
And it was before I'd even decided to start training or before I'd even found find a school in my local area. So the fact that he's not here to experience or see me wrestle, for me to see that he doesn't, he knows that I wrestle. Um, I've just, you know, living this this crazy dream that I wish he was here to see, just imagining and feeling how proud and some of the things he would be saying and just like it's it's all in my mind you know what I mean um of how he'd react to the things I'd be doing if he was here and I think that is what keeps his memory alive whenever I accomplish anything in the ring um or or whenever I win a match or and have a moment where I'm proud of it's the memory of how he would react or how he would respond that makes this passion so much more stronger than I think it would be if he was still here. Mm -hmm. It, it, yeah, it goes along to like just thinking of that memory. And I think he would be proud of you because you are accomplishing so much. And again, like, I don't know your dad or your family specifically, but I know that you are doing amazing things right now. And I'm proud of you a lot. A lot of people are proud of you. And going into this matchup on Saturday, no matter the outcome, just the fact that you were crowned number one contender and now you are competing in the final match for this progress women's championship. That just alone says something really to your really testifies to you, your amazing hard work and how far you've come and where you can still go. God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you. You I, and you know we have to obviously talk about this progress women's championship match coming up, but you're also the fact that you are currently on the WWE Network slash Peacock if you're watching here in the United States. So before we delve more into that, how does it actually feel knowing that you are on the grand stage of the WWE Network as a part of progress? It's an absolute dream. The fact that I've I've made it to this point. And the fact, like I said this before, I said the fact that I'm even in a championship picture is is big as it as, is as big as you know I'd I'd ever imagined. But the fact that I'm in a championship picture on the WWE network with something that is connected to the WWE is mm-hmm. is is beyond belief. Um, and I'm so proud of I'm. I am so proud of myself and I'm so proud of the girls who are on this journey with us because we're all in this together. So I'm, I'm honestly, I couldn't be any more prouder, prouder of us all. I'm so proud that, you know, we've made it to this part. And I just, I just keep thinking like, God is good. You know, God is, is so good. And we've worked so hard for this. And I feel like we, we really do deserve it. And we're proving to everybody out there whoever doubted us or ever thought that we we can't make it this far we're literally as a as a community we're proving how much we deserve and how capable we actually are yeah so you talk about this stacked progress women's division with yourself Giselle Shaw Lana Austin, Mercedes Blaze, Alexis Falcon, and more, obviously. So where do you want to go? Where do you want to see this division go in the future? You obviously, you guys are all incredibly talented, like you said, 
and you are all you all are working so hard. But where do you want to see this division go in the future? I think the fact that we've made it so far onto main event in progress mm-hmm. and the chapters in progress is a huge achievement. But the fact that we're doing it on the WWE Network is is even further than I thought I'd ever be anyway. So I think from what we've accomplished so far, I don't think there's any ceilings that we can't break through now. Mm-hmm. I think there's there's only one direction to go on that, and that's up and that's further. So I think the more um the more people that see us and and see what we're accomplishing the the more chance that we'll have to you know make it onto even more shows and have the the likes of WWE mm-hmm. management and the production team see what we're capable of and you know pushes through the roof with with other companies that are connected to WWE if not WWE themselves yeah and looking forward to this Saturday May 22nd at Progress Chapter 111 you take on Giselle Shaw in the third and final deciding match to crown the new Progress Women's Champion so before we talk about the matchup itself what are your thoughts on Giselle Shaw, who stands across you, also yearning to become the new Progress Women's Champion? I have this, I have this respect for Giselle, simply because I know how hard she's worked and the fact that she's come all the way from Canada to make her dream come true by traveling here and working from the bottom, from being a no one to you know, being in this picture with me, I have that respect for her because I know how hard she works and I know how much she wants it. Um, The fact that she's able to step into these chapters and main event these chapters with me and alongside me and do whatever it takes, and it is whatever, whatever it takes to win or, you know, get what she wants. I respect that and when I look at her I know what is to come in the sense that she 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 will see a weakness and she will jump on it she won't let it go um I guess that's like sportsmanship is out of the window with her but that's what makes Giselle Shaw Giselle Shaw Yeah, she's methodical too, but you also have probably found ways to combat that in this matchup going forward on Saturday. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm excited and she is, it's scary with her because she's so strong Mm -hmm. and she's, she's taller than me and she's a lot more experienced than me. Um, But I, I know her games now. I mean, we've had, We've had quite a few matches already mm-hmm. now. So we've had two matches already for the best of three. And I wrestled her before that as well. Um, so I, I know her game plan, you know. I know what she's thinking. I know when I look at her, I know what, what she's thinking. So I think we're on this we're obviously we're on the same level. It's one one and this is the final one. So it's, it's there's no there's no playing now. Nope, it's about to get real. <laughs> yes, it is. 
Now, what would it mean for you to not only win the Progress Women's Championship, but to know that you captured it right after its predecessor and inspiration of yours, Ginny? It makes me it makes me realize how much this belt actually means to someone that I have the utmost respect for. So it puts that added pressure on that I want to win it because I I want to win it with honor, like she said, like Ginny said. And the fact that she held it with so much honor and so much pride and the fact that this belt never would have been here, it would never have existed if it weren't for her, it makes me want it even more because I just want to do her proud, you know? I want I want this belt to mean something more than just a belt, more than just a championship, because it means so much more than that just to her. That's what it means by winning this match. I that that just like warms my heart so much, honestly, because it would really kind of come full circle for you if you were to not only become the new Progress Women's Champion, but again, to capture it right after, subsequently, right after Ginny, like in the in the line, in order. That would be something really special personally for you. So I think that would be another really cool moment. Yeah, I think it'll be very special. Very special, yeah. Now, lastly, upon the whole scope of the United Kingdom right now, who do you think are some talent besides yourself that people should be paying more attention to? I'd say, I know she's on progress already, but I think Mercedes Blaze Mm -hmm. is someone that is so special. I really do. I think, I don't think people have seen the best of her yet. I think she's, She's still growing, but I definitely think she's one to watch. Um, and honestly, I know we've had, we're, we're still having our <laughs> back and forth, really, yeah. at Progress. But I I definitely would push her to the moon. I really would. I, I think she's an incredible talent, and I think the best is yet to come with her. Uh, Yeah, she is definitely one who is steadily on the rise and I think will be taking over more main event pictures definitely in the next few years to come. So I definitely have to agree with you. I'm super excited for her future, your future, and just the whole progress women's division in general, too. I think you gals have something really special going on here. And if you can continue to build and grow this division, I think it can be something really even more special. I think so too. I think with the um, connection that we all have behind the curtain as well, everybody is, we're almost like a family. We're so uplifting and we're, we're so supportive of each other and we just want the best for the division and we really want to push it as far as we can. And we understand that there is no limits and we're all a community. And I think if we go along with that mindset, I think, you know, there is no end for us. There is no glass ceiling above. No, you guys are just going to keep breaking through barriers. Yes. Now, before I let you go, can you please tell the listeners where they can find you on all your social medias? Yeah. So I am on. Twitter 
and my name is at Kanji Duku. I'm also on Instagram and my name is Kanji underscore Duku and you can catch me um, posting things on there on updates of where I am and what I'm doing. So follow me on there. Well, Please. thank you. Yeah, go follow her. I promise she's a really good follow. She's got so many exciting things coming up. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you so much again for joining me today, Kanji. It's been a huge pleasure. No, it's been a pleasure being on here. And it's so lovely to speak to you finally. And don't forget to to check out Kanji where she takes on Giselle Shaw this Saturday on the WWE Network or Peacock if you're watching here in the U.S. at Progress Chapter 111, One Leg in the Air this Saturday, May 22nd at 5 p.m. GNT or 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Or you can also watch On Demand Progress. So Thank you so much again for joining me today, Kanji. It's been a lot of fun. I'm super excited for you. Thank you. Good to die. Thank you so much.